T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A show. We are rolling on a Monday morning flying by. More of your calls. Lines are locked up and loaded. 301-230-0980. We are humbled, as always, by your participation each and every day with us here on Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon, and, of course, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Chris, I got a great stat for you, by the way, uh, courtesy of my guy, a guy called Daunt from uh, uh, Instagram. Did mm. you know teams the week after playing San Francisco? Yeah. 0-12 on the year, the uh, next week. Yeah, Um uh, we 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 go back and forth on 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 Instagram as well. Um, and oh, and I think it, I think it's Dan T. By the way, <laughs> a guy called Dan T. Not taught, <laughs> uh, but I I believe it's Dan T. Um, but yeah, uh, the, I, I mean, oh, and twelve. It, that that's a <laughs> that's a bad omen for this Sunday. I mean, listen, oh, in some in some ways, right, Pete? There there are. <sighs> There are there are fans, and I would say probably more media than fans in this in this sphere that we deal with every day. That quite honestly would rather this team lose and not make the playoffs at this point than make the playoffs and in their mind basically be served up as a piece of meat on a platter for whoever. And I, I look, I just don't get that mentality. I, I don't get that mentality. Listen, if things are not looking good right now, but they still control their own destiny because so many other teams have kind of struggled and, and not taken advantage and whatever, I would always, 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 always rather shoot for the playoffs. And even if you come up short, them's be the damn breaks. Yeah, because it, look, if you're in it, you got a shot. Right. Okay, and that's and, what we and play that's just for. The point. That's what the players play for every right. year. Everybody, everybody, everybody gets this. You know, they forget that component of all this. Yeah. Fans, oh, we got to get the best draft pick because we're a mediocre team. No, the players, the players play for that playoff share, man. Every single week, that's what they play for. Yeah, and that's what they want. They want that playoff share. Look, sh- yeah, I mean, the guys that are getting, you know, got the long term big million dollar contracts. It doesn't mean as much to them, mm-hmm. but the dude that's at the bottom of the roster that could benefit from that playoff share, it was not making a million dollars this year. That's what that guy's playing for. I know that. Yeah. He's playing for a playoff share, playing for that extra cash. Well, it, well, not only that, but also, again, it's been proven time and time and time and time and time again. Do you think the Los Angeles Rams, as miserable as their season has been, do you think they – 
uh, wanted to lose yesterday to the Denver Broncos? Of course not. They played. They play. They didn't play. Right. Well, first of all, remember they don't have any draft picks. Well, anyway. and and that's the qualifier is they have nothing to lose or nothing to gain. But I guarantee to you, if they had a first round pick, uh, I know football coaches well enough. I know football players well enough. I know organizations well enough. I certainly know Sean McVay well enough. Whether they had a first round pick or not, wouldn't have been. The qualifier, they would have busted ass to win that game. Absolutely. By the way, Um, that being said, you're right. They don't have a draft pick, so there's really no um, incentive. But I mean, we've, I mean, hell, we saw it with Ron Rivera last year. Now, again, this should not surprise anybody. Ron is as old school in some ways as as they come. I mean, we, we, I mean, remember the, the arguments you and I had? Uh, Like, I believe firmly that you should try and win everything until. It doesn't matter anymore, i.e., meaning playoffs or no playoffs. Then after that, while I certainly understand why teams and coaches and players play to win, I'm much more, hey, you know what? You have to factor in that there's a difference between the eighth overall pick and the 13th overall pick or whatever the scenario might be. But until you are eliminated from the playoffs, you have to go gangbusters. You have to win basically at all or try to win at all costs. And fans and media don't see it that way because we're always worried about two, three weeks down the line or two or three months down the line, even though you don't control that market either. Three one two three oh zero nine eighty. Let's get your opinions in here. We start things off with our good friend Roberto nine eighty. What's up, Roberto? Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, and Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Um, anyway, how y'all doing? Roberto Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what, what'd you miss from that list, Roberto? Uh, uh, Kwanzaa, right? Yeah, I guess Kwanzaa. And, uh, yeah, was was probably the only one you missed. Uh, uh, Molotov cocktails. Um, don't know. There you go. <laughs> We don't there want those, Roberto, but we no, understand. I don't like those don't know. Uh-uh. They can go kaboom, you know, go boom goes the dynamite. Anyway, uh, listen. For me, it's a simple thing. And be a romantic thing to happen. That's me. Carson Wentz takes the reins back because he was the starter in the beginning of the, the season. He got hurt. You can't lose your starting job. Due to injury, right? Right. So he gets the ball Sunday and plays and wins, and then go to Jerry World. Or they coming here? They coming here? Coming uh, here? Yeah, it's they're coming here. Well, that would be even better. That that's Hollywood right there. Can you imagine Carson Wentz beats Cowboys to to go to the playoffs? And he takes this team all the way to the conference championship to play Philly. Come on, baby. That's Hollywood. Hollywood. Do you need Hollywood or do you just need, like, uh, <laughs> just, just, just a good film? I mean, we deserve this. We deserve this life, okay? We bring to a whole, we bring to DEA, uh, invest, uh, raids, we bring to all of this mess. Yeah. 
We well, l- listen, I, I would I would say this, Roberto. Uh, you know, look, mm-hmm. we were talking about the flex, and, and I don't know if the Cowboys have been on Sunday Night Football too much this year uh, for that game to be flexed. I don't think there's any rules that prevent that in the final week of the season. So it's possible, if not likely, that that game will be Sunday night, NBC, uh, at home, frigid cold, and if the Commanders can somehow clinch a playoff spot, and again, whether it's Heineke or Wentz, but especially if it's Wentz, you know, I, I do think that I don't know if it would be Hollywood, but I, I think it would be like a low budget film, you know, that wins like uh, an award at, at like the Aspen Film Festival or something or, like that. Or how about the Can Film oh, Festival? Can, yes. The Can Music Festival. Yes. Yes. That would be awesome. I know, we know who'd be there to uh, help uh, collect the award for Washington. Appreciate go. the call, Roberto. There you go. By Thank the way, you, by the way, in terms of roster construction, the best defense in the NFL. Yeah, they've got stars. Okay, they got for, they got the early guys like you know, uh, Kinlaw and obviously Bosa, Armstead, those guys. But you know, their core defensive guys: Fred Warner, second day pick; Dre Greenlaw, third day pick; Hafanga mm-hmm. at, at safety third-day pick. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant work over the last couple of years by yep. the 49ers in the yep. second and third day of the draft, putting that monster defense together. Stay with the phones, 301-230-0980. Derek's in Capitol Heights. What's up, Derek? Good morning, gentlemen. Happy holidays. Same to you, Derek. Um, as far as going back to Wentz, uh, I, I agree with um, the booster. Um, the coach wanted to do this, and he was looking at any chance that he could, um, although I totally disagree. Um, I've been convicted in what I've seen from Wentz the past two teams that he was on. Um, he may luck up and, you know, we get a win Sunday and, and possibly another win against Dallas and get and get in. I just don't trust Wentz. Um, and, Rooster, you said so yourself that when Heineke has time, he throws darts. Um, when he wasn't coached into being a robot, for some reason he's been coaching the band, when he didn't have time, he would make plays with his legs. Uh, and there, there's a lot of things going on with this offensive line and defense that, as far as the past two games that has definitely concerned me. Um, I still don't believe that Wentz is the better option, but he'll probably get the call. And there's some that that are out there that believe as soon as he get in, we'll magically score 20 or more points. I don't see that, but I could be wrong. And I hope that I'm wrong because I want them to win. But uh, I I don't like the move back to Wentz because I've seen enough. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Derek. Derek. Uh, I mean, Pete, have you seen enough? Look, I I don't think they think they've seen enough, meaning the coaching staff. Let me say this to you. I don't think the starting quarterback for this team next year is either one of those guys. I I find it hard to argue with that. I I mean, I think there's more of a chance that it'll be Wentz than Heineke, and I think most people feel just the opposite. But I, I, I I would also say that, uh, it would be hard for me to pay 
Carson Wentz $27 million a year when I know he's not capable of starting 17 games uh, at a high level. Yes, I, I would agree with that. I don't think either guy is the starting quarterback coming up next year. I'll just say that. But you know what, though? You don't worry about next year. The obligation is to the players playing right now yep. and to this season right now. Let's go out to our man, Little. What's up, Little? Hey, hey, Pete. Uh, Chris, thanks for taking my call, man. What's Look, up, Little? I'm going to keep it real, man. You know, I, I, I'm, 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 willing, I'm willing to say this because I was going with the team. I like to see them get in there. You know, but I, I don't think they're going to do nothing, um, Pete or Chris. I'm going to be honest with you. Our coaching staff, man. You know, I saw some things, man, on the field, like watching the game, man. You know, sometimes you're home alone, the house is empty, everybody's gone, shopping or whatever, and enjoying it. You know, I'm watching the game, man, and I'm seeing, man, this man is in the zone inside his own 40-yard line, defense coordinator. I'm like, come on, man, that's high school stuff. Then you get to the goal line, you need to punch it up in the, in the end zone, you don't have no fullback that's going to take on the linebacker. Come on, that's common sense. Pete, Chris, I mean, you got to have a fullback to, to take the second line of bro. I mean, blocking. Your first, you know, and then, and then man, I'll I tell you, man, it's good thing. It's the one thing about this, um, Pete, Chris, it's good omens and bad omens. Man, look, man, I got I got an empty gut feeling that we're going to lose these next two games, man, mm. because of coaching. If they lose the we next two games. ain't got nobody to coach them. And then, hey. you know what? In the beginning of the game, what hurt me is that when the, when the young kid dropped the ball, the receivers coach don't go to him and say, look, man, we got a high sun out here. Put a little chalk up under your eyes before the game stops. Before the game, before the ball got kicked off. He got a, he got a shield on his helmet, but it's a clear shield. Come on, man. Stuff like that I'm seeing, man. Wait a second. Is the, man, little, are you saying that's a coach's a coaching yeah, problem? I mean, the, coach, the receiving coach, no, no. But, you know, the coach has got to come sometimes. You got to look at him and say, okay. I mean, maybe that's, an equi- maybe that's an equipment gotta, staff issue, but my goodness, like, I mean, well, we can't, did, did, we can't sit here who, and blame coaches for eye black. I don't know who issue it was. No, I don't know who issue could have been, Chris, but, man, it's common sense. Look, look, we got a high son, Jim, and the coach. Man, you're my man, my man, um, my man got the old time on the field, I guess because he wears the same number, 59, like he wore 59. Old time, every play I saw San Francisco getting extra yards, old time, a trail in the play. Come on, man. This the kind of stuff that, man, I, I just, man, I, I'm telling you now, I'm waiting for the next Endeavor, man. I'm waiting for this whole co- coaching staff to get up out of there, man. Little, I'll tell From you this. Top. If they lose the next two games, the new owner's going to blow everybody out. Right. I ain't got no – I mean, I got a bad feeling about it, uh, Pete, because – hey, look, let me run something by you, Pete. I used to be in my old neighborhood, Rivertown. I used to hang in that club out there called CJ's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back out to Rosecroft, and I heard they're paying. They're paying off good out there. So, right. look, look, at the end of the day, man, look, Man, look, man. Only thing I can say, man, is that I'm 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 gonna break it down on Juma Friday that they finish this thing up right. I'm gonna keep it in prayer in Juma. But man, I got I got a bad empty gut feeling, man. They ain't gonna do it, man. God bless y'all. Stay Appreciate up, man. You little. Thank you. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. One more call before we get to the break. Lou, you're up next. What's up, Lou? Hey, what's going on, Pete? What's hey, up, man. Chris? Um, good, good. Um. I'm going to just say this. I think these coaches leading up to the games, the preparation is weak. I mean, you should – Scott Turner, I, I I don't know. He have a job, and I just think he's not getting it done. Like, especially, like, what happened last Sunday. I mean, yeah, last Sunday night with Thibodeau, and, and you out here having a tight end to block Joey Bosa. Like, I mean, what is this? I mean, okay, what are we okay, doing? Let me, let, me jump, let me jump in, though. Who would we like to block Joey uh, – Nick Bosa? 
You got is it Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa? I get confused. You have to double team the guy. Like if he's gonna be a dist- like he's gonna be a game changer player. So why not double team the guy? Okay, like, but I'm maybe confused. Cornelius like, Lucas didn't execute his assignment. Man, whatever I, it is, I mean, that's, that's what they, we don't know. Like, li- like my man Little say, they're not getting it done, man. If they're not getting it done, then you know, I, like I say, man, th- it's time for them to bounce. I know they got two more games, but it is what it is. I just think that. They're not getting it done, and preparation is weak, man. If, 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 what, what happened last Sunday? It should have happened this past Sunday. I mean, I mean, whatever, Saturday. I mean, you got to find a way to try to double-team their star players. That's the bottom line. I mean, you could blame it on Cornelius or, or whomever you want to blame it on, but I'm blaming Scott Turner and JDR, letting the, letting the rookie quarterback sit back and shred him. Like, I mean, you got to put blitz. I mean, you got to disguise something, man. These are common sense. That's what Bill Belichick does. That's what. That's why he wins Super Bowl. But us, we just like we we satisfied by. Come on, man. It's just it, it, man. Look, it is what it is. Like I say, it's preparation. The preparation is weak with this uh, 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 coaching staff leading up to these games, and that's just the bottom line. And that's that's what I wanted to say. Appreciate, Lou, appreciate you, my, pal. Appreciate the you, contribution. Lou. I will uh, say this though. I mean, if the players execute, the game plan would have had them ahead at the half, fourteen seven. If Dotson catches that exactly. first ball now. Listen, Bosa had seven tackles and two sacks, and of course the forced fumble and 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 the turnover. Look, I mean, Pete, this is a guy who's abusing the rest of the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's not just Washington. I mean, like the notion that they were unprepared for him is a little bit faulty in my eyes because while the results were not good, and while it was a very, very, very big turning point. The sack fumble uh, early fourth quarter, or I guess it was late third quarter into the fourth quarter, short field, all of that. Like, I got it all. But the notion that they were not prepared for him or the notion that you can double-team him on every single snap, I I mean, then what happens? Then you're like, well, wait a second. How could they double-team him? every single snap and let somebody else beat them. Well, there's only so many guys that can play. There's only so many people to block. There's only so many things you can do. You mentioned Kinlaw. He's just kind of coming back. He's been a disappointment because he's always hurt. I mean, Armstead, that's a really good defensive line. If you double-team Bosa every snap, A, there's no guarantee that you're blocking him because he's relentless and he's that good. B, who else are you going to let? Just slip through the cracks. It's kind of like when you focus on Christian McCaffrey, what happens? Even without Debo Samuel, even with Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, what happens? You forget about George Kittle. No doubt. 301-230-0980. Washington's potential game wrecker made his season debut. Showed some signs on Saturday. We'll review that and finish with your calls. Got a lot of them. We'll roll through them next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we got locked phone lines. Got plenty of you to get to here in this segment right now. 301-230-0980. That's the beauty of this. Again, humbled by your participation, even in a holiday week. Let's get back to the phones. 301-230-0980. Our man Abed in D.C. What's up, Abed? How goes it, sir? Good. How are you? Oh, come on. I'm going to put him back. Everybody going on. There he goes. There, there he goes. Oh, bet, hey, your phone, your oh, phone, hey, yeah, your phone dropped out there for a second. Go ahead and start uh, from the beginning again. Yeah, so I heard a lot of – first off, happy holidays, everybody. Hope Same you guys had you. great times with your families. Uh, thank you. Uh, calling because I heard people, you know, really lamenting, you know, sounding like Ebenezer Scrooge as Washington fans as they watch the Ghost of Christmas Past and Kyle Shanahan and his crew show up as the Ghost of Christmas Present <laughs> and, you know, spoil things. Give He's a, the Grinch, man. He's definitely the Grinch. I mean, but, you know, I think people don't understand their history enough. I've lived in the area since the 90s. I've watched many iterations of the Washington team. I watched multiple coaches between Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, and Zach Stacey, who've all gone to a Super Bowl since they have left the area because the Washington football team is in a standstill because they are stuck behind terrible ownership. Uh, I don't think Ron Rivera had any chance in that game. Uh, I don't care what he put out there. If you look in his past, he's an NFC coach. He's had a matchup with Kyle Shanahan Niners before, and I think the Niners blew them out like 51 points. Okay, so whatever he was doing, there wasn't going to be any masquerading. To the point about being able to block their best guy, again, Kinlaw, even if he has been injured, Greenlaw, even if he has been injured, Fred Warner, it's too many weapons over there to think we're going to do one double team that's going to solve our problems. Uh, I would rather they stick with Heineke because – Heineke at least understands that Scary Terry is the number one, and Scary Terry deserves number one work. Uh, when Carson Wentz is in, he is too afraid to either throw at a number one corner or does not trust his quarter, uh, wide receiver enough to put the ball out there and make a play on it. Um, I think they're just a more exciting team with Heineke, whether they're scoring points or not, uh, but they're a shell of themselves. I think the only thing that skates consistent through whoever the quarterback is, is Jahan Dotson, amazing find, have to give hats off to the coaching staff for being able to find that guy in the draft. I mean, I appreciate the call. Here's the thing, too. I mean, Heineke, I think the ball distribution between McLaurin and Dotson, since mm-hmm. Dotson has come back healthy, has been pretty good uh, on Heineke's behalf. And I think, yes. I think again, Chris, the the thing that they will wrestle with if they have not if they have not made a decision yet is what you get from four when you protect him has been reasonably decent in terms of ball distribution. Right. to those guys. Yes. 
Uh, by the way, I, I made a mistake earlier in the show. Uh, I don't remember. I guess it was last hour, and then I clarified it on Twitter. Uh, McLaurin did not get a target on that touchdown drive. I thought he right. did. I was confusing uh, the sequences in the game. My fault on that. Um, but remember, only, but also I mean, remember to and and you know, yeah. kind of to your point a little bit though, the reason why Dotson is 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 winning one on one matchups is because coverages obviously are sure. being shaded to seventeen sure. first, and now you're putting defenses in great conflict. You're usually you've got Dotson usually against the number two, three, whatever from another team, mm-hmm. and Jahan is consistently winning those matchups. Oh, and he's it, he's too good for any second right. corner and, and slash now, slot corner. But in that's the NFL. a great problem to yes. have. This is one of the few moves yep. that Ron the GM has made that hasn't hamstrung right. Ron the coach. Would you would you agree that in any order, okay, in any order, that um offensive line and um and and linebacker has to be like the the two focus and focal points, if you will, of the draft. Meaning we know they're gonna not have a third round pick, but mm-hmm. first and second round right now they have both. Right. Would you agree that's in some way, shape, or form offensive line and linebacker Only has if to the be value the focus. of the player is proper. This is a bad year for I know. interior offensive linemen. In fact, overall offensive linemen. I think there's only a couple tackles that really are in my per, in right. my uh, in my opinion first round evaluation. Well, then you're going to have to hit that in free agency. The question is, you know, if I can get a Henry Toa Toa in the first round at linebacker, uh, I certainly look in that direction. Uh, because I, I, we have to shore that spot up in some way, shape, or form. Now, whether you do that in free agency uh, before then or not, it then maybe changes how you attack the draft. But if we're attacking it through the draft, you know, somebody like Toa Toa is probably where I go in that situation. Interior offensive line, based on the value of the players, you could probably address second day uh, with that second-round pick. But I'm also a case where – as Jahan Dotson is proving, if if I still think maybe in that second round you go best player available because look at what doing that in their mind, they thought that was the best player available, and they're right. They're right. That guy's been a star for them mm-hmm. when healthy. So, you know, like I said, Toa Toa, if, I, if, if he's still there in the latter part of the first round where they're going to pick, I got no problem with him from a value standpoint. I don't know if any of the offensive linemen are worthy of a first-round grade that are going to be available at that point. If you get lucky and somebody slips that far, that shouldn't be there, like a Skaronsky uh, out of Northwestern. Um, you, you know, you could take the kid from Maryland second day if you're really hyped at getting a tackle uh, in that situation. You know, maybe you project Cosme starting next year going back into a guard spot for you if you want to do that. All depends on their line of thinking, which, of course, they're never going to publicly talk about uh, so it you know gives off to other teams what they're they're planning on doing. So you know that's that's ultimately if you're going to address it in the draft, you know. But we can't make those projections until we see what they do, um, you know, in free agency first. Got a lot of calls to cycle through. Let's get to them. Let's go to Ron in Fort Washington. What's up, Ron? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, happy hey, holidays to you. Same I hope to you. you all enjoyed the holiday season so far. So I just want to say this. I think that, uh, thank you, I think that Heineke uh, deserves another start. Uh, I looked at the two plays that 
that, you know, he t- had the turnovers on. And when you look at it, who called those plays? Why isn't that we know that these the linemen for San Francisco are very active and they're very good. They're as, they're as good as our team, as our defensive linemen. Uh, I don't see that fumble. Yeah, that's a problem. The interception, that's a problem. But that's a problem that we already know about, about with the interception. The interception, he's trying to throw over people's heads. He can't see. So why are we putting him back there? As one of your callers said earlier uh, this morning, um, he said that, you know, coaches, you know, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, why would you call that play? The guy can't see. You want to drop him back, Scott, but he's not a drop-back passer. He just isn't. He can drop back and roll out to the side, but you've got to get him in some open space. And, Chris, uh, to your point about, uh, you know, running and throwing and all that, Mm -hmm. that's not what we're asking him to do. We're asking him to get into an open spot where he can see the field. Okay, that's what he needs to do. Right, but but the but but just we're not going to. But just to play off of that, Ron, I mean, I understand what what you're saying, and and I recognize it, and it's a great great point. My question becomes: Is can he get to that consistently without taking, uh, without taking unnecessary shots? One meaning not protected by the pocket and the rules. Number two, can he get to that? And have it be effective, keeping his eyes up, keeping his hips flipped, keeping his feet work. Again, Pete's talking about problems from the pocket in terms of footwork. What makes us think yeah, that his footwork is going to be any better out of the pocket? But here's the deal. I mean, we know he has a problem. You know, he likes he to throw of off his back foot. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, okay, we already know that. So why are we calling plays where that's going to put him in a position where he may do that? Because Uh, you're trying to get him better in that area. You're trying to get him better in the most comfortable shell that you can. The guy's 29 years old. He's been doing it a while. Clearly, either someone's not working with him or he just can't grasp a hold of that concept. But here's what what you can grasp a hold of. The dude can throw. And you know what? I hold everybody in except Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin, okay? Because throw it to those guys and put it anywhere within a foot of their hands, and they're going to catch that ball, man. These guys are good. We were just going crazy about Jahan Dotson the other day because he looked actually, and no offense, Terry, but he looked better than Terry did on some of Terry's type plays. And, you know, so I I just think that Taylor deserves – at least one more shot. If he's not any good after the first half, you, what you got to lose by putting Woods in for the other game and a half? Because uh, the guy, the guy wants to play. He can play. He made some really great throws, I think, in the first half of the game. He made some. We should have scored. But who thinks that Taylor Heineke is going to push a pile at our end of the field on fourth and in inches? It could have been one inch. Why didn't you pitch it out to to Robinson or? You know, on the, on the side, he's going to run over one player. It's, he's going to run over him for an inch. But Taylor doesn't have that. You know, I was watching him push himself in there. He looked like a little pig pushing into, you know, <laughs> into the, with the rest of the Get little, those little tiny uh, legs going. going forward. Ron, appreciate the call because we've got seven more people to get through here in about seven minutes. So, yeah, I mean, he had those little tiny feet going. And just unfortunately, Washington's offensive line lost the leverage battle in that situation. Cliff's in D.C. What's up, Cliff? 
Uh, happy holidays, Commander Pete, Commander Chris. Um, I didn't heard I, I didn't heard this soap opera long enough. Heineke had his chances. Heineke blew this game in the second half with the interception and the fumble. The game was seven seven at halftime. Um, let Wentz stay in there for now these two games because I noticed Wentz did something that Heineke didn't do when Wentz came in. Wentz didn't take a sack, and it was almost like he was taking three-step drops because the ball was gone out of his hands before getting hit. And when the season is over with, I wouldn't bring back neither one, Heineke nor Wentz. I would draft two quarterbacks and let Howe and the two rookies have a competition. I would draft the offensive lineman that's Trent Williams' caliber, or close to it, because Charles Leno is getting his lunch money taken. He's getting pumped like Cosme was in his rookie year. And on the defensive side of the ball, um, without um, I noticed Cam Carroll. Um, when Cam Carroll's not in that game, that defense kind of struggles in the back, in the back a little bit, and they need to focus on linebackers as well. Get some short linebackers that can tackle, and. I wouldn't mind seeing, because I noticed the offense opened up when they have McLaurin, Dotson, and Samuel out there. Somebody gets open. Also, put De'Ami Brown out there with them three as well. And then you may get two receivers open. And I'll sit back and listen. Cliff, appreciate it. The only problem with putting De'Ami Brown and going with four out there, they don't have protection enough. I mean, it's gotta be, that's got to be something that is slant or quick screen related because right now they can't protect long enough to get four guys out there in some sort of vertical or three verticals and one crossing. That's got to be something really quick right now. It's great in theory because they can all run. They can all run and that'd be explosive, but you got to have offensive linemen. Also, there is no offensive lineman, a caliber of Trent Williams in the draft. And I'm not sure there's one available in free agency as well. Juniors in Fort Meade. Go ahead, junior. Good morning, fellas. Listen, Merry Christmas to you guys. Happy New Year. Um, I think over the last two and a half years, we've seen what Carson Wentz is. He's a guy who loves to take sacks. Uh, he didn't take a sack in those two series, and I'm not sure why that matters to anybody. Look at the last year in Philadelphia. Look at last year in Indianapolis. Look at the first five or six games this year. You know he loves taking sacks. Um, this line can't protect. I'd prefer to stick with Heineke, but like I said last week, in Ron we trust. If he thinks it's it's him or nothing, then I guess you're going to have to go with it. But I hope that he doesn't play so well where we're stuck back with him next year. Hopefully he plays well enough to get us into the playoffs, and that's about it. <laughs> and we have to switch back to Taylor Heineke in the playoffs or something. I do not want to see this run back next year with Carson Wentz. It's, it's going to be ugly. Uh, and as far as uh, – Jack Del Rio goes. I've heard a lot of people talking about he he. It's how he's not scheming up. Just two weeks ago, he seemed like he was the man about town, and now all of a sudden, fans are turning on him again. No, but Jack's Jack is hamstrung, Junior. We gotta we gotta roll through some calls. I understand your point. Jack is hamstrung right now because of uh, his middle linebacker situation. His most athletic guys hurt, not playing anymore. Okay, Bostic and Mayo can't run with you know, significant guys like McCaffrey and like Kittle and things of that nature, just physically not possible. They try hard. They try hard. They, they're they going to be where they're supposed to be. Physically, there's just like Taylor Heineke, there's shortcomings in their games right now. 
and and Jack is hamstrung. He's got nobody better to play at that position, so he's got to play who he's got. And with Cam Curl not being there, that's losing the quarterback of your defense in, in that situation. Steven's in Los Angeles. What's up, Steven? Steven? Yeah, hi. Good morning. Um, yeah, good morning, morning. Um, you know, first of all, I, I really I, I want to I wanna first say that I think I think that um, Coach Rivera, he's a great guy, you know, uh, and uh, but he's a really mediocre coach, really, really mediocre coach. His his record uh, shows it. He's about fifty fifty. Okay, that's like flipping a coin. Uh, I can flip a coin and get about fifty fifty too. Now the second thing is that. Um, you know, everything, I think all the things you guys, you just talked about, the offensive line, that was his doing, right? His personnel decisions. This quarterback situation he got us into with Heineke and, and Wentz, that's that's his situation. And all these, uh, you know, in-game decisions with all the, the go for it, not go for it, um, it, it doesn't make sense. I'm not a coach. I'm not a player. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And also, uh, you know, you said that why some, why do some fans don't want them to make the playoff because it's exasperating, really. It's it's frustrating to watch them play. You know, they had this, like, I don't know how many games winning stretch, and they thought they were, they were all that. But playing a good team, well-coached team, it really shows – Shows what what how poorly coached how you know the, the the mediocre personnel mediocre coaching that they have right now you're right Stephen appreciate you listening on the Odyssey app uh, look first of all it's asinine to ever not want your team to make the playoffs if they have a chance to I mean because we play for Lombardi trophies or nothing at all uh, if you want to play for just saying hey our team made the playoffs this year yeah it's great no we play for Lombardi trophies plain and simple Dwayne and Frederick what's up Dwayne hey man uh, just calling. Uh, Piggybacking off what the last caller said, that Ron Rivera is a mediocre coach, I completely agree. Uh, my question to you guys is, even if they make the playoff or don't, do you think that Ron Rivera comes back next year with the new regime in, uh, in place? I don't all? think the new regime will be in place. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, I don't think the new regime will be in place in enough time to, to make a change, uh, any kind of significant change. I mean, right? If there's a new regime, it if would, there's definitely first a new of regime. All, question's going to be how many rounds of bidding is Dan going to want? Right. Exactly. Um, certainly, he has to be thrilled at the numbers we're seeing in the first round of the bidding and the interest that's there. But when the report, the reported numbers, remember yeah. they they remember that's their cho- chosen media person. I understand that. I understand that, but those uh, you you can't fake those. I don't think you can mm. fake those numbers. Somebody would be able to come out and refute that pretty quickly, in my mind. So I understand where you're, what you're saying there, but that I think those numbers are real. So, and if depending on how many rounds of bidding and it takes yeah. to, first of all, now they've got to verify yeah. these bids uh, because you had people that were short in the bidding for the Broncos that are allegedly in the bidding here. Right. So who's come aboard with somebody like a Byron Allen now in this bidding that has enhanced their bid because it wasn't good enough for the Broncos bid? Chris in Hyattsville, what's up? <clears throat> what's up, guys? What's uh, up, once Chris? again, Scott Turner has failed us. Uh, look, I'm not going to defend Heineke. He didn't have a good game. But uh, when you have first and goal from the five and you can't get in the end zone, you have 
multiple uh, fourth downs, fourth and ones that you can't convert. The Philadelphia Eagles have figured this out, ladies and gentlemen. They figured out how to get a first down on every fourth and one that ever, all season long. Uh, I don't care if you have to put Chase Young behind center to get pick up that fourth down. Find somebody who can quarterback sneak for a yard. Uh, and then this is the thing. I feel like we're at what I've thought is my nightmare scenario all year long. Carson Wentz comes back. He wins these last couple games, plays just well enough that we're going to plunk down another $30 million or whatever it is to carry him through next season. And I think that's really the, the down the, – the, the downfall of this season is that we're going to walk into next year with still having having had our, our quarterback situation resolved. Thanks, Chris. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you there. AP, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Happy holidays to you. Same to you. Up, hey, uh, hey, so the turning point of that game, watching that game, and uh, just to piggyback off the last few callers, not knowing how to get it in on fourth down, like, when they took out Robinson and put in Gibson, I'm just like, we've seen it with Gibson. He's not a natural running back. Yes, he has power. You know, he, he finishes the run after contact. But why not Robinson, who has vision, who's a natural running back in that situation? Because, you know, for, even though we kind of struggled on running, he still did pretty good, you know, for the good runs he had. And I'm just like, in situational football, why not put the guy who's a natural running back to get that down? AP, it's one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent spot on. Most important play of a game in that situation. Why not have your best personnel on the field? Uh, I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree with you more in that situation. Plus, Brian's got even more power uh, than Antonio does uh, in that situation. It was a head scratcher to me. Final, you know her, you love her. It's Sabah. Sabah, you have the last word today. Go ahead. Hey there, gentlemen. I'm just depressed. You know, I called in the backups this morning and I explained to them that, uh, you know, uh, that's not the nice. They're part time. Hey, they're part time starters too. They got the. They were in for the junkies for goodness sakes. That's like filling in for Tom Brady. Telling, I told them they don't like the glass ceiling. I don't think Taylor Heineke appreciates it either. This was completely sabotage. I mean. Against the Giants, nine points were taken away, you know, by the two penalties on the two-point conversion and then the Terry, the Terry McLaurin um, not lining up correctly on the line of scrimmage. And then um, on Saturday, um, the Jahan Dawson should have had that uh, pass, and his wide receiver fell down. That was that was six. So that's another seven we'd have gotten. And then um, Taylor makes an amazing play to get down to first and goal. And what does the coaching staff do? Run four plays. But yet Ron says not scoring in the red zone was why he had to make the switch. Um, that's not Taylor's fault because the two times you passed in the red zone, we scored a touchdown. And Terry owes Taylor because Terry should go in their office today and say, please keep t- t- Taylor as our quarterback. Because without Taylor, Terry's not the Pro Bowl. Okay? Carson Wentz didn't even know Terry's on our team. And this is just – and I, I'm, I'm with the, the guy before. He's going to play just good enough because he got teed up these two home games on teams that are likely playing for nothing. After Heineken got him out of the, the big grave that uh, Wentz put him in, and we're going to be stuck uh, with Wentz because Wentz going to put his chest out like he's some big shot. And let's say we make it all the way through to the championship game against Philly. Are you dare going to have Wentz go out there against Philly? There's not enough huggies in the world that he could wear to protect the field. We'll see. So about your phone dropped out there. Look, I mean, here's the case. If they get to the playoffs and win enough games in the playoffs to play Philadelphia, then 
that's a success. Okay. I mean, they are not supposed to be on the same plane with those teams. Their roster, not supposed to be on the same plane uh, with those clubs. You put me in a one game situation where they got to beat a team they've already beaten one time. I'll take my chances with that, even though the rosters are not comparable overall at this point. Special birthday wishes coming up on the show in a moment on the team or in the team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. All right, Maryland drivers, this uh, this report is presented by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prevention Council. Did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, use an anti-theft device, learn more about vehicle theft protection at mdautotheft.org. Commanders players off today. Ron Rivera scheduled to meet with the meeting now tomorrow afternoon. Will he announce the starting quarterback? Well, Jay Gruden has his thoughts. He's sticking with number four if he had to make the decision. Here, the entire uh, interview with the former head coach of the Washington Redskins uh, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app starting right around 940. And our thoughts throughout the show uh, right here. Uh, Maddie will have you covered in the podcast. Caps and Wizards both off tonight. Wiz returning home uh, after the Christmas break for the Philadelphia 76ers here on the Team 980 tomorrow night. Meanwhile, Monday night football tonight, it's the L.A. Chargers and the Indianapolis Colts. You can hear that action 7.30 on Westwood 1, 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. Winter with a startling stat on Facebook, or excuse me, on Twitter. Read Winter FB. I want to credit it properly where credit is due. Terry McLaurin, eighth in the league in yards, 20th most in targets. You talk about a guy that is efficient. That's a guy making the most of his catches uh, with this Washington football team right now. I mean, you, you you demand more. Coming up, burgundy and gold today. But first, we've got some special. Birthday wishes on this day after Christmas, do we not? Matt, is your board on? Yeah, I, I'm having. I, was <laughs> I can't say, hear I'm, Matt either. I've Somebody has messed Matt Matt's board up because we haven't been able to hear him all day. Right. Uh, is this Matt, not come wor- in here. Come in here. Just hurry up. Run in here because we know that we know we know it'll work. Okay, we know he's going to come in here. And Here's grab what Mike we're doing, and st- uh, because we're running right way right late, there. we're not, we're Mike bagging dum dum of the day when stuff just does not work out the way it's supposed to. But birthday shout out to a very special woman born in New Jersey, who was the daughter of the superintendent who desegregated the New York or the New Jersey school systems back in the fifties. Is currently one of the leading educational professionals in executive dis- executive dysfunction and was named the Chad Educator of the Year 2022, my mother, Miss Catherine Essig. Woo! Happy Way birthday. Way to go. Way to go, Miss Essig. Happy birthday. I, I don't care what she does educationally. She dropped Matt on us. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped no. Matt on us. That's all that matters. It's, a, it, it's a great gift from her. Absolutely. Yep. And my mother-in-law, Shirley Joyce, celebrated her birthday on Friday. So, all right. Well, happy birthday to everybody. Uh, she cooked a bunch of good meals over the weekend that yeah. I got to consume. So, a boy. A couple Atta of boy. dinners, breakfast, you name it. 
That'll do it for us today. Back tomorrow, Burgundy and Gold today is coming up next with the DOC. Take advantage of his knowledge coming up over the next three hours. 301-230-0980. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 9 right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.